Well, guys, welcome back. Another Slinging Stones podcast brought to you by The Thrive Ministry. That's Luke. Still. And I'm Andy. Still. I know. You saw I put your name first. I did. I noticed that. I, f- I felt kind of imp- you know important there for a minute. Died of self. <laughs> right? Daily. <laughs> Daily. Um, well, we're back. Uh, so last week we uh, had a great interview with Rick from Dad Church, Rick Dykes. Um, once again, man, if y'all get an opportunity, that is next weekend. That is next Sunday night, June 4th. Yeah. Okay. June 4th, um, 5.30-ish. No, it's 5 to 7. 5. Just show up at Redemption Church in, in Chelsea, Alabama at 5. I'm with you. Okay. Um, I'd rather be early as late. I mean, you know, absolutely. Uh, if you're on time, you're late. If you're early, you're on time. That's right. So we've got, you know, dad church coming up on June 4th and then June 11th, the Brandons, our boy, our boy, Brandon Doss and Sanchez and Mike Nicholas and all these folks over at cultivate cultivate men is having their annual men's deal. They're well, not annual. They're quarterly men's deal. Men's what is the, what is the plural when you have more than one Brandon? Is it Brandon? Brandi. Brand. That's almost Brandy. Brand. Oh, it is. Brandon's is Brandos. <laughs> Brandos. 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 Yeah. So, um, cultivate men. If you've never been, it is awesome. They average probably 70, 80, 90 guys. Oh, I don't mean, know. I just got full thinking about it. It's it's good food, and it's hot dogs and hamburgers this time. Well, you don't care about hot dogs, but hamburgers. You can have my, you can have my hot dogs. And they're giving away a Blackstone. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to put it. But, I kind of, man, I kind of hope I walk away with that. Oh, yeah. Hibachi every day. Sorry. Um, And then June 19th, June 19th, um, uh, Spirit Walk Ministries down in Prattville. Um, they are having a night with Rick Burgess. Um, you you need to go to their um, their webpage and click the Eventbrite um, little deal. The Eventbrite. Um, I would be interested to see if there was even any availability left. Oh, uh, that's where I'm going to. You could. Because you know stuff with 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 Rick's name attached to it usually fills up pretty quick. Yeah, I, I'm at their website. Luke was supposed to fill dead air, and he ain't doing it. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a little off my game. You know, I've, I've had some issues. As soon as I head on on the way over here, uh, the entirety of my sinuses decides to have some kind of malfunction, like it thinks it's I-59 and I-65 in downtown Birmingham. It's closed off, man. It's just closed. So. Yeah, um, I'm supposed to be feeling dead air. I'm I'm not used to this. I'm used to having. I don't, it's kind of like I don't know what to do with my hands. So what am I, what am I supposed to do with my hands? Well, hang on, I'm gonna find it here in just a second. Hang on. I guess I got to go to our buddy's page and check it out. I'm looking forward to seeing Bones again. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Bones, he's kind of the man. Yeah, most days. Uh, let's see. Tickets, Eventbrite. All right, sorry, this is very awkward, but we're here. Um, 
As you can tell, we're very well prepared. No, they've got spots, guys. They've got spots. Get on there and get after it. Nosebleeds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, They'll be giving out oxygen bottles you know, and issuing you, you a Sherpa. If you want, on June 19th, if you show up down there early, I think it starts at what? Six? You were just I was just literally there. Um, it starts at seven. So it'll be a late night for me. Um, it starts at seven, but I'm pretty sure there's a Cracker Barrel or food establishment at 530 that Luke and I will be at. That is a guarantee. Yes. I mean, I've got to eat. There will be groceries going into there this. Will be, there will be some food getting taken down. But no, th- those are three great men's events around us. And there's multiple. I mean, you can't. You can't deny if you just look just a little bit, you can find a men's ministry event. Oh, no, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> not even going to say it. So, um, no, it's been it's been a week. It's uh, We finally are seeing some orange ball in the sky. I don't know what that thing is. That red orb. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I, I, look, I, look, I got to say it. Just when you when you check out these men's events, check your doctrine. That's all. I'm just check your doctrine because I've I've come across a couple that were well, were very not very doctrinally. Sound. So that's that's you're right. You and know, Paul warns us about that. You know, the one thing that I think we all don't do well enough is we don't we don't educate ourselves well. We don't we don't get in the scripture ourselves and educate and find, you know, what is true doctrine and true theology we 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 want someone else to explain it for us that's right and that's that's like that's like trusting the te- person who's texting and driving next to you well that's that's like trusting the wolf to tell you how not to let your hands get eat yeah i mean you know you're gonna you you if you end up at the wrong place in the deep south they may issue you a snake at the front door <laughs> I said, oh you didn't bring a snake here we got it here's the loner all right well let's talk about one more thing that we want to talk about so our our good buddies um the calebs caleb alexander and caleb crow have officially 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 launched the calebs podcast they're super official episode one is down that's right it is now on record so i listened to it it's pretty cool i did too the next morning i I don't stay up as late as you do um so it was it was informative they talked about salvation so um we will we'll put a we'll put a um a link they're 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 good guys they're great guys you know caleb crow is our young adults leader and in desperate need of cough drops and in desperate need of cough drops we will buy him some what is it sucrets i'm gonna get him a, no i'm gonna get him a five pound bag of hauls those citrus hauls i'm addicted you're to just that's you and you and your relationship with halls is weird. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Caleb Alexander's our, our youth pastor, uh, just recently named that. And, you know, they are there and he's part of the worship team too, but they are diving down this road. They feel that God has led them down and called them in, um, of podcasting. And like Luke and I say, it's the platform when that is available to evangelize, and to grow the kingdom, um, <clears throat> whether if anybody listens or not. Right. Um, I, I meant, you know, I didn't get a chance. I didn't ask them. I, I was curious uh, if they had had a pretty good listenership so far. I don't know. I don't. I, I know. I know. Caleb Alexander's had a big week. Should we call him? Like right now? Yeah. Cold call somebody? Yeah. How's I gonna, could? No, I could pair it. Do it. Oh, do it. 
This do, is, do it. We're getting sidetracked now. Uh, sorry, sorry about the Romans. You know, we, we, we'll, may, we'll get we may or may not get to Rome. We'll tonight. get there. Hang on. Let me let me let me turn on. Oh. Uh, Who'd okay. you, do? Did you just kill me? Did you no, kill no, you? I didn't kill no. I didn't kill nothing. Hang on. All right, so here we go. Hang on. Which one am we calling? Caleb Crow. Hang on, guys. Here we go. Oh, we're ringing. You hear it? Yeah, I hear it. Hey, Caleb. Hey, you're live on Slinging Stones right now. And live I, and I hate to do this to you, but we were just curious. We had a question for you, and you can answer it alone. Okay. So we're talking about the Caleb's podcast. How many listens? What, what's our listenership up to right now? Um, we have, hang on, just give me one second. All right. He's on the app. I know he is. He's looking on the app. Yeah, I am. <laughs> we didn't want to put you on the spot live, but, you know, we figured it'd be We fun. did put you on the spot live. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we got 18 total plays so far. Our audience size is uh, 14 people. Wow. And we have six people following us. Bro, what's your secret? So, so, so as you can see, the success lies in the Caleb's podcast. I mean, y'all, y'all have more listeners right now than we did at six months. <laughs> well, I, I feel like half of it is we, we, we stole y'all's listeners. So I think well, everybody just kind of transferred over you, to you us. So you, we can, uh, it. you can count on that if the Mitsubishi is listening. That number is fudged a little bit because he forces everybody in his office to Absolutely, listen. absolutely. He looks at him and says, <laughs> you're going to listen. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I bet. And, hey, we're all okay with that. I think we're all three okay with that. <laughs> hey, look, I'm not I'm not opposed to him strong-arming somebody into listening. Well, no, we, we were just talking about how great it is that y'all are stepping into this platform and taking this risk and this chance and just, you know, this is out on a limb. It's a tough to, It's tough to just sit in front of two mics in you know every week and come up with content and just have the right. conversation so but we did we did agree just a minute ago that that we're going to buy you the largest sam's club bag of cough drops we can get say one more time we're going to buy you the largest sam's club bag of cough drops we can get you oh thank you so much <laughs> I, that, that's the one look out of my first uh, podcast, the, the the number one thing that I learned is you better have some water or something. I was screaming I at my like I, I was screaming at my radio. Get that man some water. Here, here listen, listen. Yeah, I need. Let, to. Hey, Caleb, listen. Caleb over here was just making me suffer. Caleb, you know, he, Caleb I, I want you to listen to something right quick. Listen, you know what that is? Water. <laughs> yeah, we 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 have bottles of water and sitting in here, and, and and I go through about two on a podcast. Um, yeah. But no, man, y'all are doing a great job. We, it sounded good. You know, there was a lot of distortion in your coughing. You could probably put that on like a uh, auto-tune and it sounded really cool. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, look, while we've got you on here, won't you take a second and tell everybody what your podcast is about? Uh, I even have Caleb right here with me, too. Whoa! Oh, what? Oh, we got the Caleb's yeah, the podcast Caleb's. right now. Is that well, plural with an S got- or a Z? What's up? <laughs> there they are. There's both of them. We got them both. This is just a blending. This, you know what it is. This is what. We're about to start band practice. So. Oh well, see, this is what happens when you blend Cajun chicken and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> so no. Uh, what was your question again, Luke? Tell us while we've got you on here. 
tell everybody what your podcast is about, what your subject matter is. Uh, well, our primary focus is wanting to be with uh, youth and young adults, uh, given that he, Caleb Alexander, is the youth pastor here. And, you know, I kind of handled the young adult part. So that's that's really what we're aiming for is to give teenagers and young adults the for at least me the encouragement to be able to speak about their faith and you know if we can give just a little bit of knowledge you know and and i think uh for for mainly me caleb's closer to this than i am but like i don't have a theology degree you know and i and i don't go to school for this and so i think that's also another another encouragement is you don't have to go to school for this if you actually take the time and learn what the Bible says, you could talk about it with anybody and just growing deeper and reaching people for the kingdom, you know, is our primary goal. Caleb, you got anything to add? Yeah, I, I think he's being a little modest when he says that he just handles young adults. He's our young adult pastor here at the church. Um, and, uh, it might not be an official title, but uh, he does pastor all of us young adults. And so um, I think it's also an important thing to, to mention that it's about like like you guys, where we we bounce ideas off of each other. He encourages me. I attempt to encourage him. Um, and we just occasionally. Yeah, we just uh, but but we're we're discipling each other. Right. We're each other's accountability partners. And um, I. I also want to to encourage, you know, the the students and other young adults that um, it's 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 so important to get these these friendships, these people in, in our lives, and and to uh, to hold us accountable, to to encourage us to to follow closer to Jesus, um, and and to build that relationship with Him and with each other. Um, so. I, I'm kind of looking at it like that, and and here's the thing: if no one else gets anything out of it, I know you and I get stuff out. Oh of it. yeah, most definitely. So, same. Well, we, hey, I loved it. We loved it. Hey, and you know what my takeaway from all that was? I'm entirely too old to be listening. <laughs> <laughs> I heard For young sure. adult and youth. I never heard about anything about gray face fat men. Gray face fat men. Well, guys, y'all are, y'all are doing a very but, good job. I appreciate it. Uh, if we have time, uh, I have one more question. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm, curious, I, I'm curious to what you have, guys have to say. Um, since you said you listened, we'll, I'll put you on the spot to see if you actually did. Uh, the the Hebrews 7 thing that I was talking about with the salvation, was I right on that? Well, hey, Hebrews 7, remind me which verse. It, it was basically the whole chapter, but it was like 23 through 25. I'm I think those there. were the, the – basically that 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 chapter right there kind of um, can stand alone, I guess, for lack of better words, of once saved, always saved. Luke's reading it. I'm trying to read it. <laughs> Hang on. We I wasn't. I wasn't expecting you to flip the script on me there. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. as as far as the once saved, always saved goes, to me, 
in the discussions that I've had, that's just not a hill that I'm going to die on. Um, I'm, I'm of the camp that if you believe once saved, always saved, I'm okay with that. But if you believe that you can truly apostate yourself and that keeps you sharper in your walk with Christ, I'm okay with that too. Because, see, I'm of the camp that while no man can pluck me from his hand, that means that you two guys or Andy can't flick me out of the hand of God. I can willingly jump back into the fire. Well, But that keeps me more mindful of my decisions and in my walk. Um, so that's my, my belief on it. I think that either way you go with that, because there's just, I mean, you, you get a lot of people say, Oh no, it's in there. You once saved always. And, and I just, I personally, God's not, the Holy spirit's not revealed that once you're saved, you're always saved and you can't intentionally turn and walk away because, you know, the Bible talks about in revelation that, uh, in the end times, many will say, uh, Lord, did we not cast out spirits and demons in your name, perform all these miracles in your name? And what did he say? Depart from me. I never knew you. But I, I think I think David said it well last night. We're taught we're going we're going through Jude. We're starting in Jude and talking about apostates. There, there's a difference between apostates and backslidden. Yes, um, tremendous. And, and, and it's a tradi- it, It's it's there's a significant difference. There's that yes. you can see it night and day almost. Yes. So you know, and if you ever read Jude, you know when you get five through goodness gracious, pretty much the, the whole chapter, you're getting into that apostasy and all that. And I really think that, you know, you have to significantly turn your back on God. No, I think it has to be more than that. It has to be a decision. Absolutely. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm done with you. Yeah. Um, and that, 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 that would be more, that would be a, a, a unbelievable case towards free will yes. would be that decision making yes. of apostasy. Exactly. So I don't think that God is going to discount anyone's salvation due to backsliddenness. But if someone makes a true, if they have a true heart turn uh, to uh, just be done, I think that because God gives us free will, we can jump back into the fire if that's where we choose to go. Yeah. So was that, that was that even a good answer, guys? It was an answer, so I'll take it. <laughs> I, was, I was just curious. So well, well, I, I just wanted to put y'all on the spot then. Well, you put me on the spot. Our our audience is going to hear more about from these two right here. These two are 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 good friends. We have great conversations with them. We we joke around with them, and and definitely we want to we want to at, at thrive and and slinging stones. We want to encourage and promote this podcast, especially for those young adult men that are listening to this. Uh, our podcast, they can go there for maybe um, you know. You've got a lot of hours in the week. Let's listen to as many podcasts as we've we can. Got, we've got young adults. Maybe. I thought Josh Greer was the youngest one. Oh, probably. <laughs> well, guys, we're going to let y'all get the band practice. All right. Appreciate so it. So that thanks is for, uh, for calling us. That is the Caleb's and Caleb's. That is the Caleb's podcast. And, man, they are just great people, and we love them. See, y'all get an applause. Oh, yeah. Hey, and we're eventually here in the next couple, maybe weeks or months, uh, thinking about going to YouTube. So, Ooh. Um, so, uh, so since be, Caleb, be on the lookout for that. since Caleb, Caleb Alexander, you have not heard the soundbite for Jeff Evans, have you? I don't guess so. Okay, here you go. As for Andy, 
he spent that break hunkered in the shade. <laughs> we'll leave you with that one. You can think about that during band practice. <laughs> so, That's great. Guys, y'all be good. Thanks for answering. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no problem. Uh, thanks for having us, and we'll see y'all someday. See you, yes, sir. Be good. All right. Y'all take All right, bye. bye. Well, that was fun. Man, you accused them of being our friends several times. <laughs> Are you sure they want to stoop down to that level? Well, you know, I tell you what, that was an impromptu phone interview right there. That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> so as you could tell, they do go deep. They're going to try to go deep. They're going to try to educate and go from there. But, um, all right, it's time for us to kind of dive back into what we've been on for the past year. <sighs> Luke, you ready? No? Okay. I'm getting there. So, guys, here we go. So, in Romans chapter 5, we're back in chapter 5. We're going to go through verses 15 through 18. Um, my one Bible is in the truck, I believe, or maybe on the kitchen table. But I've got my other one right here. I got mine. Do you want me to use this one, that one, those two, or that one? Show off. Oh. You could bring all five of yours or 35. I've seen your Bibles. <laughs> so, all right. So here we go. So it says verse 15, but the gift is not like the trespass for if by the one man's trespass, the many died, how much more have the grace of God and the gift, which comes through the grace of God of the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ overflowed to the many. And the gift is not like the one man's sin because from one sin came the judgment resulting in condemnation. But from many trespasses came the gift, resulting in justification. 17 says, If by the one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive the overflow of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Verse 18 finishes off with, So then, as through one trespass, there is condemnation for everyone. So also through one righteous act, there is justification leading to life for everyone. All right, lot to take in. You know, we, we I mean, i tell you what, Scripture kind of dogged Adam right there, didn't it? <laughs> Adam got through under the bus. They backed the bus up, ran over him again. So we can state uh, with 100% surety, Christ counteracted and reversed what Adam did, the fall. Yes. He's made it possible for us to live righteously and to conquer death. Um, let's, note the, let's note the contrast between what Adam did and what God did through Christ. Adam's sin brought death. God's gift brought righteousness. The gift is righteousness. The God's gift of righteousness differ, differs entirely from the sin of Adam. Adam sinned and brought sin and death to many, but Adam was only one man, and God is far greater than one than one man. Any man, even if that man has influenced the whole human race, God was able to do much more good than Adam was to do bad. In fact, God has counteracted and reversed all the bad that Adam did. God has showed has showered the God has showered the grace of God his glorious favor upon man and God has made the gift of God righteousness available to man right 
Yes. You're well, not, you, you weren't speaking. I, no, I was looking. I was, I, was, I was waiting on you to flip pages. I thought you was going to the next page. See, my takeaway of it is, is very similar. My takeaway is Adam brought death. God brought back life through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Well, that was my third one. Adam, that was my third point. <laughs> Adam brought Adam brought upon brought upon us uh, wrath and judgment, whereas Jesus brought with him vindication, salvation, and righteousness. So our our thoughts kind of go hand in hand there. But the 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 over the overwhelming point to that to me is is that regardless, we're all descended from Adam, so we're all descended from sin. I mean, we inherit our sin from our father. I mean, from everything, from our from our earthly dads. You know, every generation inherits sin. I mean, it's passed down. It's passed down. Nobody's free from it. Nobody's, nobody's barricaded from it. You're always going to have it. You're always going to be in it, right? Until, until you're saved. When you're talking about the passed down sin, I have a I have an interesting way to look at this. Okay. Because I'm adopted. I'm certain that there are flaws in my character that I inherited genetically from my biological father mm-hmm. and his father and his father and so forth and so on. But also me being a product of adoption and never in and under the tutelage of my biological father, I was given sins from my adoptive father that I've taken on in my life as personality flaws and personality. So that just shows how infectious sin is. Well, you know, the thought process of most men and we're a men's ministry, so we're going to talk towards men is, well, I've done too much bad or God don't care about me, little old me, you know, and you know, well, I ain't done, or I, or let's take it. I've done too much bad. God don't care about little old me. I haven't done that much bad stuff. And they seem to think that, you know, they're just one little speck. Like, like a lot of us can if you can if you think about it, voting in Alabama is considered minuscule, right. meaningless. And they consider, well, I'm just little old me that God don't care. That's the, that's the problem is. So yeah, Adam screwed up. Adam made a massive, major, world-changing mistake, right? Yep. But God not only cared for, you know, his his people, you know, his chosen people, he cared so much for little old you and me that he sent his own son to die on the cross to suffer a death that was just a horrible death and then defeat death by rising for you, little old you and little old me. For not not no for not caring how much bad you've done, you know, not caring that you're little old me. God cares and loves you, and oh well, I haven't done that bad. Yeah, you've done bad enough to not. You need to be saved. Well, when you look at it from a perspective of, I'm just I'm just little old me. I'm just one person. God doesn't care about just one person. If you look at it from that standpoint alone, in just this passage of scripture, you negate the entirety of the sacrifice of Jesus. Mm. You make it uh, nothing. You're saying, well, it's nothing. He wouldn't do that for me. When, if you back up in, in the parable of the the sheep, what did Jesus say that he would do? Oh, the 99 the for 99 the one. for the one. You are the one. At any given moment, you are the one. I am the one. 
we, you know, we were all that one sheep that that Jesus nailed himself to the cross for. We're that one sheep that the Father allowed his son to be nailed to the cross for. Well, I mean, you look at Ephesians, you know, chapter 2, verses 4 through 9. You know, it says, But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love that he had for us, made us alive with Christ even though we were dead in trespasses. You are saved by grace. He also raised us up with him and seated us seated us with him in the heavens in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might display the immeasurable riches of his grace through his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For you are saved by grace through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is, a, it is God's gift, not from works, so that no one can boast. So the trespasses, God's gift can save us, will save us. Our faith will save us from those trespasses, right? Yes. From death, B.C., as we say, before Christ, to A.D., to new life, new, after the decision. new creation. <laughs> after decision, yeah. After death to old self. Yeah. So, you know, you... It's it's tough to, you know, if you're not a believer to, you know, the Holy Spirit's going to gonna help you understand the ramifications and the full impact of what was done, you know, some 2,023 years ago, right? Right. And it's very difficult. If you're a non-believer, I mean, you can just look and be like, yeah, you can shove it off real quick. You can shrug it off, right? Oh, absolutely. So... When we think about when we think about you know the counteraction the reversal of sin and death by Christ, you know if you're if you're looking to have that conversation with someone if you're talking kind of in this point, you know what are what are what would your advice be to people that are trying to how can I talk to a non-believer someone who probably just at this point in their life just doesn't care, you know this this doesn't impact them. How would I advise? Them? Oh yeah. I would advise them to stop talking the Bible to them. Just stop because it's not for them. The Holy Scriptures are for believers. Nobody is going to well, it, understand the Bible until the Holy Spirit well, alludes those things. But if you're ministering to them, what they need to know, what you need to stress is that the gift has already been given. Yep. The debt has already been paid and there is a God in heaven who loves you. And then Approach it like Paul does from time to time and talks about what what God did for him. Tell people what God did for you. Tell oh, them Paul gives his testimony yeah, most times. Tell people how this gift is real to you. You know, if you start quoting scriptures, they're gonna look at you like you've got roaches crawling out of your eyes. Again, because you know, as much as anybody doesn't like to hear it, the Bible is not for well, we had a we had a guy at the church one time. He came in and he did a fifteen second taught us how to do a fifteen second testimony. Yeah, you told me about that. And it was it was crazy because it was you know, hey, I'm this person. You know, God brought me from this life to this life through this addiction, whatever. In about ten to fifteen seconds, like, can I talk to you? You know, God, you can see how God changed my life. Can I talk to you about Christ? And it was. It was so it was so simple and so stupid. It, you know, you're like that will work every time because it's a conversation starter. You know, 
And that's what a lot of people don't utilize is their testimony from where God has taken them from. Well, they think they don't have one. If they weren't an alcoholic, they don't have one. If they weren't a junkie, they don't have one. If you're saved from B.C. to A.D., you you have a testimony. Yeah, absolutely. That's the power power of the testimony. But, you know, back to what I was saying about the the Scriptures not being for non-believers, I can back that up with Scripture because when Jesus was talking in parables, he had mixed company. He was there with those who had faith and those who believed and those who didn't. And what did he say? He who has ears, let him hear. Now, he wasn't talking about the two things hanging on the side of your head that you hear with. He was talking about spiritual ears. Yeah. Otherwise, it, he was just talking about fishing and farming. You know, he was talking about trimming bushes and, and building fires and brush piles. To the believer, he real the, the believer and the follower realizes that these scriptures mean more then we're just going to go prune the vines. Yeah, and and when we get to chapter six, who you talk, you think this is this is scratching surface on you know slaves to sin and slaves of God and you know and David you know David said a great thing and our 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 co pastor um, he's a brilliant guy. Don't tell him I said that. I'm telling. Um, I'm gonna text him right now. But you know he flat out said. And and I didn't think about it until he explained it. He was talking about the, you know, the translations that say bond servant. He said that is a cop out. He said there no, we are slaves to yep. Christ. We're not bond servants, right? And that's that's the thing. Too many people get saved and they just go back to living what they're living. They don't they and they move minute they move minute small sections of the, I mean, smaller and smaller. Well, I get, yes, we're improving, but man, you know, the desire in your heart, the fire in your heart that's placed upon you for the Holy Spirit dwelling in you when you make that decision, when you accept that invitation, you should be on fire. It should be a lifestyle change. Your example to the outside world is a part of the ministry and testimony that you hold. Let them see us. Let them see Christ in action out in the world. And we, we too many times, we sit there and we, uh, you know, we, we just, I mean, it's chapter six, you know, should we continue in sin so that grace may multiply? Absolutely no not. Right. You know, it's, it's, you know, I was saved yesterday. I can sin all day today. <laughs> well, you know, it's a very unfortunate fact and, and, and. You, I, I can go to bat for it in Scripture, but and I don't say this in a joyful or a glorious way, but the chances of you knowing someone, meeting some, meeting up with somebody in hell that you know are going to be greater than the chances of you meeting up with someone you know in heaven. And that should be a scary thought. It is. It's terrifying. It keep it it keeps me sharp. It, the, you know the fact that that the the road is narrow to to righteousness isn't because it's hard to find. It's because there ain't many people on it. Yeah. The road to destruction is a big old fat four-lane interstate, and the directions have been turned around in the opposing lanes. So now you got eight lanes all headed trying to get into just, hell. It's because it's packed. Yeah, and, you know, it, it, it's amazing the the level of, of excuses or, or lack of discipline that we, we will use to not grow in God's word and in our relationship. It's, you know, while life's too busy or, 
you know. Well, I, see, to me, a lot of it is directly related with the way that people had the gospel presented to them. Mm. If you present the gospel to someone who the Holy Spirit isn't drawing, it's not going to do any good. Did you did you see? And I'm sorry to kind of sidetrack here, but did you see the pastor? I, I think he's in Texas somewhere, and he he absolutely said this statement: "The only stripper my money's going to is God, Jesus." Uh, he compared Jesus to a stripper. <laughs> Wow. I can't remember the guy's name. I saw the video and I was like, you got to be kidding me. I saw the headline of the video and I'm like, this has got to be clickbait. That's bold. And I'm just sitting there thinking, you know, look, we're not professional speakers. As as a ministry, we've been on stage once. Oh, no. I mean, well, we've taught some Wednesday nights. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing, though. It doesn't always have to be a headline sharp statement. No. Just present the gospel. Present God's word. Yeah, all the catchy statements are already there. It's it's so it's so absolutely, you know. And and look, I'm, we're not talking bad about people, but you know when, you know it, it you can see the showmanship uh-huh. in these pastors. Yeah, it's you like they've been taking footnotes when, from P.T. Barnum. When they when they get to yelling and they you know you know they enunciate real and, and make the syllables sound. I mean. There is a way to do things, and that is not it. You know, you're not presenting a good doctrine. When you're, you know, you think you're the greatest one-line wonder for pastors, yet you're teaching modalism or something. Yeah. You know, and then you're, te- you you know, you're making these statements of, you know, I'm sorry, you know, there's a pastor, I don't listen to him, but, you know, he made a statement, you know, God, God told him he was going to wipe them out. And he said, God, no, no, let me deal with him. There's more in down here I can save. There's nobody you can save, sir. That's right. Not a soul. And you can't bargain with God. That's right. I think Noah, Moses, they bargained a little bit, but not anymore. Well, they didn't have the free gift of salvation. We're not bargaining with no. God. They, and Their then, salvation was all works-based. Yeah, and then you've got, you know, you know, there's there's people saying, well, you know, if I was there during creation, I'd have said, God, you know, you got a male and female. Is there not a D option that we can use, like another option? Nobody cares if you were there. Right. We're putting hypotheticals into God's right. word. That is so, I'm sorry to say, this is where I say it's stupid. Yeah. I mean, we should have a stupid button where that's where it's stupid. Now, look, I get it. We have people that get on, you know, we have people that get on, um, social media and that's all they do is pick apart these other people these pastors and that's all they do i get it we need to be sound doctrine but you can't spend your life picking people apart either there's a there's a there's there's a middle middle ground there there's a median there right right you can't be harsh on everybody and not be loving on something you know you got to have both you got to have a mixture of both now if it's false doctrine and you're sitting in that church and you're allowing it and you're not standing up and going I'm not saying stand up in church and throw a flare out. I mean, I would. You probably would. No, I'd say let the service end, walk into the pastor's office and say, show him in Scripture and say, this is where you're wrong. Absolutely, 100% wrong. And if he argues with you, say, no, 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 it's in Scripture. And if you don't, if this is, if you're not teaching Scripture, if you're not teaching the right doctrine, the Holy Bible, I'm out. Leave that church. But if he says he's wrong, good. Now go tell everybody you're wrong. Go admit it. Go fix your mistake. See, I think it's situational. I think it's situational. If you've got someone that's a little off base that you can go back and, and you can do damage control, 
Uh, that's the great. That's a great way to handle it. There are some. But, there but, are some right now, Luke. You could be standing there on Fifth Avenue, and you're like, "Oh, we're going to demo this building," and you press the button, and a building on Eleventh Avenue goes down. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying is sometimes you can't just pump the brakes. Sometimes you got to slam them on and get everybody's attention. Gut check them. Yeah, I mean it has to be done, and and the world is going to tell you no. You're supposed to be silent. You're supposed to be a peacekeeper. Um, that's not what Jesus said. He he came to do. Mm. He said that you know he came to set uh, father against son. Uh, you know, in in some things, you just you can't no. you can't shy away from that. And confrontation. I I agree. You know, I mean, if, if somebody let's just take the passage we just read. If somebody had told you, if they had read all that to you, and they would have said for forty nine ninety five at the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> would you would you would you let that would you let that roll? Yep. No, that's because you just made every bit of it a lie. You just made it a prosperity gospel. Yes, you just changed it with one little bitty sentence. You know, and no, and and you should have times where you're 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 throwing you're throwing up your hands and making commotion. Jesus did it in the temple. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, I'm not saying you know go up and kick somebody off the stage, but I'm saying that you cannot absolutely put yourself in a basket of no matter what's said from the pulpit, I'm going to sit here and I'll deal with it after church. I promise you, I, I promise that if I were to hear something just so outlandish that I gasped and everybody around me gasped, I would throw my hand up in the middle of service and say, hold up, hold on, pastor. I'm going to need you to stop right there and explain what you just said to me and everybody in here because I'm not seeing it. I'm going to need you to prove one of us right and one of us wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll make my apologies. But if you're wrong, you're leading all these people to hell in a handbasket. There's a little bit more serious implications there. I've just caused a disruption if I'm wrong. If the pastor's wrong and people are buying into it, you've got your Joyce Myers and you've got your Joel Osteens and you've got your Beth Moores that, you know, they just – deviated from the gospel they teach partial yeah, gospel absolutely you know and rick, and rick warren did too thousands yeah. thousands oh. and thousands and thousands of people are following them and it's because nobody's speaking up within the church and that's because and i'm convinced of this nobody goes home and studies yeah nobody there is no the last the, the last junk that i heard out of osteen and his wife was uh God wants everybody to be rich. You're in control of your own destiny. It's there for the taking. All you have to do is reach out and grab it. And there's and and the, and his wife, this heifer, is shouting this while holding the Bible in her hand. And instead of people looking in their Bible and going, you know what, I, that's not in there. They're, oh, yeah, shouting. And I mean, writing checks, right and left, yeah. giving them another $70,000 to put in another random bathroom wall. I mean, you know, so at some point there has to be a reality check. But the flip side of that coin is not everybody who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Yep. Um. So next week we're going to finish out chapter five. Look at you. You're 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 doubting it. No, I'm not. I'm still I'm still hung up on this. I mean, it just it's something that I'm very, very, very passionate about. 
because I know I lived a lie for the better part of my entire life. Not just my adult life. I lived a lie, an absolute lie. And I tried to take people with me. I didn't have broken theology. I had no theology. I was regurgitating well, bits and pieces of crap but, that I had heard other people you say. Know, you know, you know, one of the biggest one of the biggest problems right now is is you've got pastors <clears throat> standing in standing on in the pulpit, standing on stage. I'm sorry, can you can we call a church a church? It may have church it's in the a name. Cult. We know, no, you you may have church in the name, but you 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 rep, you're, you're you're blaspheming so bad. It's just it. Can you? So okay, so we have people, we have. I'm gonna say it in air quotes. Pastors or priests or I would what, call them ministers. We have ministers standing in the pulpit with pride flags, yeah, pinned to them, and then we have, we we have them doing. We have them doing sermons. Or speeches. I'm gonna call them speeches. I'm not even gonna give them the respect for sermon. We they're, do, they're doing speeches on how Christianity and 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 we need to take the whiteness and wokeness out of Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, good gracious, alive. I. But then you're talking where you get political on, you know, AK-47s, and you're you're talking about gun control. Let's explain something. There is nothing in the Bible about guns or gun control. Nope. There's nothing in the Bible about being woke or whiteness. Nope. If you would shut up and preach the true gospel message and quit trying to be the next Oprah Winfrey or Joy Behar, <sighs> There's no sense in you being absolutely 100%, you know, the, you know, if you think you're breaking a barrier by doing that, no, you look foolish. And all you're doing is singeing your toes quicker. Well, it, 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 it makes me realize that, well, first off, let me preface this by saying that if you are in a, and I'm going to use your air quotes, I'm going to borrow them here, a church that doesn't preach the entirety of the gospel. If you if you preach strictly salvation and you don't ever hear about condemnation, if you, if you preach, if your preacher is preaching specifically and strictly on, uh, you know, the love of God and the mercy of God without other, ever talking about the wrath of God, and the anger and judgment that comes with absolutely, you're in a false gospel, mm. and and a partial gospel is untrue, and it's a cult. It's nice. and, and there are more cults out there right now that you can go through that are mainstream. And I'm not going to call them by name. I could, and I'd love to. There's nothing, but I'm not gonna. Man. And I'm telling you right now that shows growth in me. <laughs> That's maturity right because. There. There are so many outright cults within five miles of where we're sitting right now under the banner of Christianity that it makes me want to throw up. Yeah. I have lost sleep over it. 
Yeah. And it's because they're perverting exactly what Paul is talking about here in these short few scriptures that we've just read, this short little passage of scripture that all men have sinned. All men and women are sinful. If you were created by a man and a woman, guess what? Sin is in you because we're all descended from Adam, the original sinner, and it comes down through the male to the offspring. Okay, so there's your sin. That's yep. why Jesus was was conceived in immaculate conception where no man had anything to Absolutely. do with it. Absolutely. That sin wasn't introduced into him. He was perfect and sinless. That's the only way he was able to do it. And if you if you don't talk about the sinfulness of man combined with the grace and mercy of God through the uh, through the sacrifice of His Son Jesus Christ, you're in a cult. You're in a cult, and you need to do some. Everybody likes to say fact checking. Well, I'm gonna fact check you on this. If you don't believe today, right now, whenever you're listening to this, if you don't believe that. Jesus is the Christ, Son of the living God. He came to earth as a man through virgin birth, lived his life perfectly, died on the cross for the remission of your sin, and rose again on the third day. You, my friend, are lost, and you're going to go to hell. There's no other way to put it. There's just not. You can't church that up. But now, if you know God, if you know Jesus, and you've wandered away a little bit, come back. Come back and start serving. There are plenty of places to serve in the army of Christ. And we need every soldier that we have, man, woman, adult, and child. We need every person under the, under the blood of salvation to be serving, to be taking the gospel message out. Find somebody today. Tell them. You don't have to push Scripture down their throat because, as I said, it's not for them yet. Mm. Scripture the Bible and its contents are, th- are for those who have spiritual ears and for those who have Christ's eyes. Then these scriptures will be opened up so that they'll be able to follow them. What they need to hear is what God's done for you. Tell them where God's brought you from and where he's brought you to. It doesn't have to be an hour-long conversation. You can, do, you can say just like I just did. Look, I was way off in the weeds, way off in the weeds, and God pulled me out through the drawing of the Holy Spirit and my submission to Christ to let him be Lord of my life, he drew me out. And I still get off in the weeds a little bit every now and then. But through accountability partners and the Holy Spirit's conviction, I come back. I don't get stuck. I don't set up a mailbox there. If you set up a mailbox there, pluck that thing up and come back. Move, reestablish Reestablish your address with Jesus. That's the only way you're going to get through any of this. That's it. If you happen to think that there's another way, let me know so I can show you how that's not true. Mm. It's just not. You, If it weren't for accountability partners in my life, I would still be making a whole lot more bonehead decisions than what I do. We all need accountability. It's not a bad thing. And trust me, if the Holy Spirit's working on you right now, that's the best accountability partner that you can have. Absolutely. Um, so as we finish tonight, uh, we'll 
close in prayer, and then immediately after we'll uh, go through kind of the um, the same way we do all the time, all the uh, all the episodes. We talk about what's coming up, what and how to contact us. So, um, Luke, you want me to pray? Or? Go ahead. All right. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and we'll kind of close it out. God, uh, just thank you for today. Thank you for the sunshine. Um, we thank you for just being a part of creation, being able to uh, glorify and honor you in every way possible as we walk through our day. God, I pray for uh, situations to be bold, situations to encourage, situations to minister, um, situations to disciple, um, and just be you know, a child of God with every opportunity to be a kingdom builder. Um, God, I thank you for Luke. I thank you for the opportunity that we get to sit down every week. We talk multiple times a week, um, and I, I appreciate and I thank you for the conversation. I thank you for the other ministries that we get to be a uh, partner with and hanging out with. Uh, I pray for Cultivate and their men's ministry coming up. I pray for Dad Church and Rick and his leadership team on growing that uh, ministry, and I pray for uh, the Spirit Walk Ministries and their night with Rick Burgess coming up on in June. Um, God, I pray for each and every one of these men's ministries, that the men they touch, the men they uh, contact, that they are, um, that they are, they pull them gravitationally into their men's ministry and grow them as men and place them in positions that they need to be in, the spiritual leaders of their home and the spiritual leaders in our community. And God, I'm just so thankful for all of our listeners. I pray that uh, each and every one of them um, just grow in you as we're going through the word. They just continue to dive in and um, continue to grow in you and continue to just become better and better every day in you, in Christ. God, I thank you and I praise you and I worship you with everything I've got. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Oh, I thought that he was going to say yeah. something. Um, so, okay. Um, once again, next Sunday night, June 4th, we've got uh, Dad Church at Redemption Church in Chelsea, Alabama, starting at 5. Be there. Come on, man. Show up. And when Rick, Mr. Dykes, walks up and goes, how'd you hear about Dad Church? You go, huh. The Thrive Guy said it. That's right. So, um, if not, you're a loser. We'll be there. We'll you'll see us. We'll probably have our sons with us. Maybe I might have mine. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Easton unless he goes over to Grandpa's and stays. Um, so we'll be there. And then June 11th, we'll be at Cultivate in Alabaster for the Cultivate yes. Men. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. Come join us. I think. That starts at like five five thirty. You think the Mitsubishi is going to come to any of those? Oh man, you know I don't know about him. He's just too busy blocking light. Maybe his engine's blowing up. <laughs> well, let's not talk about stuff blowing up. I mean, my radiator went out so in the truck. So, um, so we've got just know that I had a good joke come to mind. But- yeah, thank you, maturity. Golly, at the book of James, be mature. <laughs> so um and then June 19th uh is Spirit Walk Ministries down in Prattville. They're uh they're night with Rick Burgess. Um if you've never had an opportunity to go and hear Mr. Burgess speak, it is pretty nice. It is pretty fun to listen to someone be convincing and convicting. Talk about somebody will call you out. He'll call you out in a heartbeat. I may need to grease my my boom arm here. It's uh squealing. You know, you always tell me about you know, don't make noise and don't bump. And, and I make here, the most noise. I'm over here quiet as a church mouse. But I run. Like I run house. this thing. I run this thing. 
Oh, so no. yeah, I'm grown. So um, I'm grown. I can do what I want. <laughs> I'm a man. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Oh man. Just so one more thing. So <clears throat> the Caleb's podcast. Uh, do not forget about them. Uh, we will post a link. Um, we will share a link. Uh, so uh, we we wish nothing but the best of them, Caleb texted me earlier he's like thanks for the thanks for the putting on the spot and all that good stuff um but uh we will announce any other men's ministry events that we're going to be at going to and all that good stuff uh if you want to contact us if you have a men's ministry event you need a speaker for or you just want us to come down and hang out we're we're fun most days uh we're only fun on days that end in a while right yes right and and days that the sun comes up or it don't that's right (laughs) So uh, you can contact me at Andy at TheThriveMinistry.com or Luke at TheThriveMinistry.com. We're very good at answering emails because it'll be when an email comes across, we get excited because that's all we're getting. um, I get get emails from you. Yeah, that's true. And I I get junk email. Or you get junk email on it? Every once in a while, I'll get like one. It's usually from Google. Uh, the sticker yeah, place. Like, hey, are you still here? Yeah. Um, or you can go to www.thethriveministry.com and check out our website. I've done nothing to it. That is my fault. Uh, it's just been hectic. Um, but now I have a little more freedom. I have a little more time, except for Saturday mornings. I'm not saying anything. You're not saying anything. Um, but- <laughs> not saying nothing. <laughs> Oh, but no, um, guys, we, we definitely appreciate, um, everything listening and just, uh, encouraging. And if, man, if, if y'all are the listeners that are listening to the Caleb's podcast, man, keep that up. That is, don't forget about us. They're going to leave us. (laughs) They're going to be like, they're more interesting. Peace. You know, slinging stones out. That's right. They ran out of stones. Well, you know, you won't get to hear about the rabbit that's still in y'all's garden. Is there a rabbit over there now? He just hopped off. I just saw him. He was at the end down here. Oh, man. Just hippity hop, hippity hop. Denny Lynn's going to be mad. I'm not telling her. I'm not telling her either. All right. So, um, guys, enjoy the week. Um, man, you know what would be like really cool if we could do like a live podcast from one of these events? I mean, that would be pretty neat. I'll see what I can do. Uh, so. I bet the the pastor's Brandon may let us do it. Oh, the Brandos. The Brandos. The Brandos. That sounds like a Mexican street gang. Hey, that could be. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, this Brandos territory, man. Doss would be a pale Mexican. Well, I mean, you know, they got spray on tan. That's right. Um, so, guys, we are going to... Um, we are going to uh, just uh, end it now before it gets even worse. So, guys, y'all enjoy the week. Oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> what was that? That was hallelujah. <laughs> We're just going to finish this thing out. Guys, y'all have a blessed week. Enjoy the weekend. And God bless. Thrive on.